Storm Bowling Products, the bowler's company, presents the Collegiate Spotlight with Coach K. Storm's technical director, Steve Klimkin, also known as Coach K, and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce you to a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us today on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight is Chris Sand. Chris is the national sales manager for Turbo. You can check them out at turbogrips.com. Chris, Tim Berg, and Steve Klemkin here. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Well, Chris, you were at Storm Bowling. Now you're at Turbo Grips, and I hear you're going to be bowling the Masters, so you really are coming full circle here, and you're going to be shooting back up again up in Green Bay. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I actually love the sport, and I've uh, had a little opportunity to get back into it. I'm, uh, As I keep telling everybody, I'm putting my big boy pants back on, and I'm going to bowl the Masters here next week. Um, so it's my per- first professional event, uh, event in a few years, so uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I'm excited to get back into it, a uh, different stage in my life, and, and hopefully I can appreciate it a little bit more. Now, that's cool you're bowling the Masters again. Uh, I was actually, I remember working uh, with the uh, ABC or old tournament there in Reno, and uh, you actually made the telecast there. As a yeah. Did you not yeah, you're bringing up some nightmares there, Steve. You know, I, I, I lay awake sometimes <laughs> at night and, and think of things that could have went a little differently. Um, but I do. I usually have, I've had a pretty good track record at the, uh, at the USBCs or the ABC tournament. I made the show in 1998. Uh, I will forever be in the history books because that I was the one, if you ever are in a bar and you want to ask a trivia question, who did Parker Bone Bowl 300 against at the USBC Masters? That would be me. So did you inspire him to bowl so well, or did you just, you know, you just kind of maybe create a little spot on the lane you kind of bump his ball off of to make it hook, or, or what? Uh, what you know, I don't know. I, I, I still feel like I bowled as good as he did, but, um, you know, they, they, they fell his way. There's a reason why he's a, uh, a PBA Hall of Famer. I'm sure he had a little more experience and, and, and had some bad breaks on TV, and with it being my first time, I was just in the wrong place at the wrong time, but... Uh, Felt like I did the best I could. I bowled as good of a game as I could, just um, didn't have a couple hits go my way. So, uh, you know, and there's no shame in walking away from uh, losing to uh, a legend like uh, like Parker Bone third. That was on gold pins too, was it not, Chris? That was on gold pins, and everybody was cheering. They wouldn't shut up the entire time. There was a lot of things going on for a youngster in his first televised event. And in addition, it was at the National Bowling Stadium, which has a, a little different decor than your average bowling center. So um, there was a lot going on. Great stuff. Well, let's talk about the TurboTech Collegiate Expo. It, uh, you know, it's going on. It's, you guys are hoping to uh, provide some tools for high school bowlers. Talk about the expo and, and what it all entails and what people can expect. Well, this is uh, this is Turbo's fifth uh, attempt at a collegiate expo, and, and it's been very, very successful over the last four years. Uh, we've had a ton of, of um, information coming back in where this led to uh, students picking the school that, they, that really suited for them, maybe even getting a few college scholarships, or even opening the doors or the eyes of some of the parents on how to get their child to apply uh, for colleges and in, in order to not only continue their education but also continue their passion of bowling. So what we do in addition to not only providing some of the best coaches in the world such as DeAndre Asbatty, Jeff Carter, Carolyn Doran Ballard, 
Uh, Dell Ballard's going to join us this year. I think Carolyn kind of roped him into that one. Uh, we have guys like Mike Fagan, Bob Learn Jr., Amleto. So we're putting these people in, in front of a lot of great bowlers and a lot of great coaches in addition to Dr. Dean Hinnance's there to not only work on the physical side but also the mental side. We also provide some seminars for the parents as well. Dr. Dean does a seminar on how to raise a champion. Uh, We also have uh, Gary from one of the universities actually comes in and gives a seminar on what college coaches are looking for as far as recruiting, tells them how to put together a video, how to put together a resume, things like that. So it's very information. There's a lot of information going on, not only to the student, uh, but also to the parent. And then the last day, what we also do is we actually have a bowling tournament as well. So you're also going to be able to show your skills. Last year we had 30 college coaches there using this as a recruiting tool. So um, that bowler was then in front of 30 coaches during that tournament as well. So it's a, it's a great link to link the high school bowler with the college coach. Turbo's uh, very, very proud of this program. We put a lot of hard work into it, um, and, and it's great to be a part of uh, Dave Bernhardt, our owner, and Lori Moraz. They're, they're very passionate about this, and it's a great way to give back to bowling. So we're, we're excited that we're moving it for – this is our fifth year, and we're following Junior Gold, so this year it's going to be in Joliet, Illinois. Well, now, you were talking about the, you know, the pressure you felt on your first show, and i got to imagine for kind of a younger player – one, it's an amazing opportunity to get exposed to some of these, you know, different resources in our sport, access to some great coaching. But to be there throwing shots and you've got 30 college coaches behind you kind of watching it, I, I got to assume there's probably a little bit of uh, maybe that's why Dr. Dean's there to kind of talk them through the anxiety. I was exa- I was going to say that they're not nervous at all because <laughs> Dr. Dean, the day before, has walked them through on how to become a great bowler and be a champion. So Dr. Dean's already worked on, on, on their mental game, so there's no nerves at all for these youngsters. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We've worked a couple of different coaching uh, events together, and you're you know not only a great bowler, but you're an excellent coach. Is that something that you have a, a passion for as well? Yeah, I really love coaching. It was, um, you know, I got to go to some great places working for Storm, and also I'm getting to go to some great places working for Turbo as well. And it it was one of the things that I always looked forward to. I really do like coaching. We have a great facility here uh, at TurboTech. We've got two lanes. Uh, We're updating our our system here as we speak, so we're getting a lot of the -the state-of-the-art industry uh, equipment. So I, I do really like coaching. Uh, I enjoy it a little bit more, as, as you put in there. I'm a KG veteran. Um, I think that's just a polite way of saying I'm getting older. Um, but I am, uh, I am enjoying the coaching aspect of it a lot more. And I feel like I want to pass it along, too. Where maybe before, when I was younger, you know, you wanted to keep that a little bit in. But, but now I actually, I actually maybe seek out some people a little bit more in order to give them a little bit of advice. So what's some advice that you may have? We have a lot of high school bowlers and coaches, high school coaches, that is, that listen to the, the programs that me and Steve do. What's some advice you have for them as far as, number one, uh, what can they do to get into college and get noticed, and how can they continue to you know, fine-tune their game in high school as well? Well, one of the things that I always tell everybody is experience is, is the biggest key, one of the biggest, I would guess, frustrations with our sport nowadays is we don't bowl as many games. 
Um, I know growing up in a great organization as, such as MJMA and even bowling regionals years ago, we bowled a lot of games over the weekend, and there's a huge difference in practicing and learning from competitive competition. Um, you know, even if you were bowling a regional and you may have been in 24th place, you still had 12, 24 games to kind of learn something and put that into the back of your head. So I always like to tell people who want to get better, you have to bowl. And it's not just practice. You have to find every competitive thing that you can bowl because there's a huge difference in bowling practice versus competitive bowling. And, and it used to be, that's a good point, Chris, it used to be, you know, as far as like the PBA National Tour, if you were to win a title there, I think it was a minimum of be what be somewhere around uh, 42 games or so. I think it was, wasn't it? You have 24 games of match play and 18 of qualifying, and you know, I think that was maybe just kind of ingrained even at the highest level that you know you had to you know you had to go through a little bit of a rigor you know when you win a tournament, not that kind of the shorter uh, kind of short format have uh, not just at the PBA but for a lot of other tournaments. It seems like they're kind of brought down in terms of the time commitment and in the, the math. Yeah, it was always, I always said it was the number one question I was asked in a pro-am, how many games a week do you bowl? And you had something to stand on where, you know, you get a lot of those um, armchair quarterbacks who want to say, well, I can do that, I can beat him because that bowler bowled, you know, a bad game on TV. But when you could tell them, just last week alone, I bowled as many games as you bowl in your entire league season, it held a little more precedent. Um, you know, averaging what they average over in one week, what they're averaging in an entire league season, that seemed to hold a little more precedent and, and maybe gave the, the professional a little more clout where, you know, um, nowadays they're winning a PBA title in 17 games. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 exactly right. And I think that's uh, that's something that, and I think we still do that in our majors, though, the events that we do have longer Correct. formats and more games. And, and so that's, uh, it seems like with the more games, the team always does rise to the top, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was always the, the term that they use, and, and it's great to see the majors continuing to use the long formats and, 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 and test all the skill levels. So it's, it, it's, that's why you get the best of the best at the majors. So we talked a little bit um, about what you're doing, bowling the Masters and such, but what, what other goals, what bowling goals do you have? Is that, is that something we can expect? Are you going to be bowling more events uh, coming up here? I'll tell you after the Masters. How's that? <laughs> uh, this we'll see. Um, you know, one of my goals is to enjoy it a little bit more. Um, you know, be present, enjoy the moments, um, and we'll we'll really see how it's going to go at the Masters. I'm definitely going to bowl more, uh, whether it's locally or on a national level. That has yet to be seen yet, but uh, I'll tell you after the Masters. How's that? Now, as far as coaching goes, are you getting a little coaching yourself, getting ready for the? Masters? I have, I have. I've I've uh I've been practicing an awful lot for me, well for nowadays. I was a, a huge uh practice rat back in my younger days, but uh, I'm getting an awful lot of practice in. I I got to thank Jordan Vanover who is our head turbo tech coach here. He's uh you know, kind of been uh, looking over me, and I don't want to get too confused, so we're we're making sure that we work on one thing at a time and and I've always been that way where I go to some sort of major event and I cram a little bit as far as practice goes. I've always told my coaches, you know, whether it be Hank Boomershine, who I owe a lot to, um, as well as Jordan now, I just want one thought, just one thought. And, and, and that's what I'm going to work on. So 
we've got that one thought going, and, and we'll see how it works. Well, well, final question I've got for you, Crin. Do you have any specific either dreams or goals for our bowling industry? You know, you've uh, you've seen it from a, a few different uh, chairs now, and uh, from your perspective now, what what do you what do you have or see or, or hope to see in the future for our sport? Well, I'm really proud to be a part of Collegiate Expo, so I would really like to merge that gap that we've seen that everybody talks about from the collegiate level to that next level once they get out of college. Um, so by being able to incorporate uh, a little bit of that disconnect that we have right now by putting coaches and students and then even what's going on to the next level, I'd like to see that gap merge uh, a little bit closer, find some things for these competitive bowlers because Junior Gold's done such a great job at um, getting these kids to be very competitive. Um, high school bowling's doing that, and then you have um, you have college bowling, but after that, there's a little bit of disconnect. I know the Tats doing a really good job and getting some entries. Um, so hopefully, we can kind of, you know, merge that gap a little bit. And I hope to see everybody wanting to try and get better. You know, it's been the one thing that bowling lately. You're not always trying to get better. We change formats in order to kind of. Um, you know, appease those people who may don't have the time or don't want to put the effort in. I'd really like to find that next gap to where people are always striving to get better at bowling. So, Chris, you bring up a uh, key point regarding gap, bridging that gap with the high school bowler and the college bowler into league play. Uh, it strikes me that um, me and Steve are talking to a, a collegiate player and he had said, what use is there for league these days? He said, I, I can go out and I can practice during the day you know, when it's convenient for me, I can talk to the center, and they may even be nice enough to put down a, a sport compliance shot. What needs to be done to get that player into league? Because, it, you know, the leagues are what, you know, it's like you said, the leagues, the way, I, uh, way I've been told and, and the way I use league as my mentality is, number one, you want to have fun and you want to uh, be with some, some you know, your, your buddies and such, but you also want to use that to prepare for the weekend and, and concentrate and work on things in your game. Correct, and, and I would disagree with that, uh, maybe whoever that was that was talking about, and, and the fact of what, you, what a lot of people don't work on when they just go practice, they throw shot after shot after shot after shot, and nobody ever really works on the timing aspect of it in between shots. What's going on in your head in between shots? Because a lot of bad things can get in your head in between shots, especially in a league environment when you have nine other people bowling in front of you. When you can just rapid fire shot after shot, or even if you're bowling with another buddy, shot after shot, it's a completely different practice session than when you get into a regular tournament environment where you're going to have four, five, six, seven, eight, nine other players on a pair. So to me, league is very, very important still in order to learn um, the rhythm and the timing in order to put yourself into successful situations that work out on the weekend. Well, great stuff, uh, Chris. It was great having you on, and by all means, keep us, uh, keep us informed on how things go this year at the, uh, with your uh, Collegiate Expo. And uh, it was, like I said, great talking to you. And, again, if you want more information, turbogrips.com. You can find out the, the brochure. There's a great uh, brochure. It's July 8th through the 10th in, uh, in the Chicagoland area right before Junior Gold. So, Chris, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me on. It was good talking to you, Steve. We'll see you somewhere down the road.